So uh, moving on to Disney Springs, a, a new gourmet burger bar restaurant is uh, is coming to that area, and uh, we're gonna go gonna go there next. Disney Springs, Disney Springs, Disney Springs. So over at Disney Springs, this new gourmet burger bar is some details coming coming to fruition. Apparently, it, this will be in the town center area of Disney Springs, Mike, and it'll be called D. Lux Burger, a gourmet burger bar. Hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sign- signature blend of beef, unique toppings, fresh baked buns, uh, all natural chicken, veggie burgers, hand cut fries, and house made dipping sauces, including alcoholic versions of milkshakes, gelato shakes, draft beer, etc. Deluxe Burger. It's gonna be a, it's Disney owned and operated, so that'll be kind of cool. Nothing goes better than a hot summer day at Disney than gelato and alcohol. <laughs> you know it. It's, it's, um, it's delicious. Uh, it sounds awesome. I'll probably visit it when I get down. Honestly, um, there's a whole bunch of awesome things going on at Disney Springs. I saw a picture today showing the uh, Planet Hollywood sign is off the globe. Really? Yeah, it's off the globe. It's also off the station, the uh, the restaurant part of it. Nice. All the Planet Hollywood stuff's all off that. It says you know they're gonna make that the observatory or yeah. old observatory, or whatever where they're going. Um. Yeah, I, I think that uh, it's awesome with the the burger joint, and um, unfortunately, I mean, there's not much, not much. Controversy or thing we can talk about this. It's just kind of a, a good update to uh, give everybody keep them updated on that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. The, like you said, the more the more uh, things they can add to to Disney Springs, I think the better off they are, and it's uh, it's something that you know restaurants are great, entertainment's great. That's what this area has kind of become. So. Uh, Definitely will add add to the flavor of what Disney Springs is coming down the road. Absolutely. Our, our next news news story uh, is a little different. Disney Cruise Line. Head over to Disney Cruise Line, where this week they announced two new ships, Mike. And this uh, this story from our friends over at Fox News, Disney Cruise Line uh, announced just this Thursday it's going to build two new ships. More than a thousand feet long and two hundred feet high, Bob Iger made uh, the announcement at their annual meeting of uh, shareholders and their their uh, shares uh, their their call this week. Apparently, they're still developing the designs for these things, but they've placed uh, letters of intent to build these with uh, the shipyard over in Germany, um, Meyer Wharf Shipyard, and uh, player. Both of them are going to have a. Uh, uh, 12, uh, 1,250 guest staterooms each. There's a little bigger than the current ships. Uh, the newest ship was the Disney Dream launched in 2011. So, or in, the, in the fantasy it launched in 2012. Kind of interesting. Uh, uh, these are going to come out apparently in 2021 and then again in 2023. Um, uh, great for Cruise Line. You know, they're going to add now enough six ships in their fleet. It's 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 good. It's positive to see them growing. You know, I mean, I think it's a, no matter what, it's good to see something uh, in a company growing. You and I talked about this before. 
I hate the fact that Parks and Resorts is now going to bear the brunt of the for, uh, expenditures at Shanghai, and there's cutbacks at Walt Disney World, but yet we're building two more huge luxury cruise ships. Um, well, you know, I run into this. I, I worked for Norwegian for a while. Uh, the first thing I'll say is welcome to modern cruising, Disney. Um, those ships, the uh, 1250, are still actually still a little bit smaller than the Epic that's out there for Norwegian and the Oasis. Um, but, you know, I'm looking at the pictures of these ships. The time, excuse the pun, has sailed for them looking like the old Queen Mary ship. Yeah, right. Um, it's a beautiful ship, and uh, we always joked about one of them will probably end up in Bay Lake as a hotel. <laughs> um, I think these are awesome. Um, it's more modern looking. Uh, it's. I have reservations about that. Um, just on what they look like themselves, I do like. I wish these new ships. These are just again preliminary preliminary sketches. The new ships are looking more like a, a run-of-the-mill, again, this is very new news, run-of-the-mill uh, Norwegian kind of cruise line ship that, that I sailed on. Um, it's kind of looking just like that, basically, uh, which is good because there's more staterooms, there's more room, there's going to be more Disney fun. But to be honest, I, I, I wish they kind of took this new design and still painted it like the old ones. Well, I, like, I, I don't. I just. I don't know that that rendering though that we're looking at is just like they just grade them out to show that they're the new ships or not. I, mm. I think that's what. I don't know if that's realistic to like what it actually looks like or not. But it could. I don't know. I mean, these are. These are big boys. These aren't. This is gonna be. Twelve. I don't know how much bigger, but just kind of looking at the. These are probably almost. Twice the size is the magic and the wonder. Right. You know these these are big ships. I've worked on ships like this, um, which it just circles me back around to the whole them cutting workers and everything like that. Like I understand these ships are going to be registered somewhere in the Caribbean, so they don't have to pay all the American wages and stuff like that. But they need to put the initial amount out to you know out to Mayor Worf to actually build these ships. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's a different division than Parks and Resorts, too. Cruise Lines. It does, yeah, but it does, a Disney company in a whole still has to pay for these. Right. It's still going to come out of one bank account. Like, yeah. I, I guess this is just, you know, this is just Disney just rebranding, you know, re, not rebranding, but just updating itself all at once, you know? But uh, the ships, they, they look awesome, just kind of doing some research in them. I mean, they're going to be a lot bigger, they're a lot more spacious. They have some pretty cool things that are just on the drawing t drawing tables that they want to do with these. Um, so, we'll definitely keep you updated on this. Absolutely. No, I, I think I think it should be, should be interesting, uh, interesting. It's good to see Cruise Line uh, expand and keep prospering. Well, that's four big boats now, plus a couple smaller ones, so. Yep, yep. All right, it is time to uh, move on to a little bit outside of Disney to SeaWorld. What do you got going on over there? 
The story this week out of SeaWorld is, is said that apparently SeaWorld claiming that it spied on animal activists, animal rights activists, uh, for some period of time. Now, it, this is all back, uh, backlash out of the 2013 documentary Blackfish, which again shed uh, kind of like a negative light on the fact that the uh, killer whales, the orcas, were, were captured in, in the wild and... Uh, and, and raised in, in captivity and, and all this kind of thing. Um, but Thursday, during its uh, earnings call this week, SeaWorld uh, CEO Joel Manby, is the new CEO, did uh, disclose that undercover employees were used to, quote, maintain the safety and the security of company employees, customers, and animals in the face of credible threats. Um, he announced that SeaWorld board of directors ordered the company's management to end the practice of employees posing as animal rights activists to groups like uh, PETA, for example, where apparently the, the folks in SeaWorld were posing as, uh, as you know, animal rights activists in these groups and, and all to essentially spy on the protesters and the, and the folks that were rallying against SeaWorld's uh, theme parks treatment of, of, of their sea life in captivity uh, and the animals they work to protect. So um, it, it, this is a really interesting slippery slope story. Um, SeaWorld's done a lot of, a lot of good. Honestly, I'll give them credit um, in the last year, I'd say, in beating back some of the PR gaff that was created because of Blackfish back in 2013. But they took a huge hit because of back Blackfish too. Obviously, stock uh, of seas decreased a ton. Uh, attendance at the parks completely plummeted. Uh, you know, they're almost giving away the tickets at this point. Uh, their CEO changed hands. New CEO now Joel Manby in charge. And right, right now, some of the things they're trying to do, they're essentially it, it's almost as if they're trying to build their way out of the problem they got themselves into because of the animal issues. And by building, I mean the launch of things like Mako in Orlando, which will be a hyper coaster, the largest, tallest, fastest coaster in all of uh, Central Florida. Um, things like the, I think it's called Undersea Adventure um, Submarine Voyage, which is going to be in SeaWorld San Diego, more of a kid's ride that's going to cost them apparently a billion dollars to develop. I mean, they're, they're spending some legit money on this stuff. Um, and then, of course, the you know, Project Blue Ocean, which is another, another you know, billions of dollars of development for their orca uh, whales in captivity. But um, this, this announcement, you know, from, from my perspective, listen, SeaWorld had to do what they had to do to protect their brand. They had to go to this extent. Is it honest? Is it? Is it, you know, what they should have done? Maybe not it's not the honest, most honest thing, but, you know, they're up against people who are crazy and would do anything to take down SeaWorld. Um, so I, I think it's fair game. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. I, look, I, PETA and those groups stand for good stuff. I agree that, that some animals, they... They should have people fighting for their rights. You know, um, unfortunately, these groups sometimes 
especially with some of the SeaWorld stuff, step over the line. Right. And they start to actually have violence. You know? Um, I'm not going to get into that far because it's just not at this time of the morning. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, I could see why they did it. PETA declared war on SeaWorld. They're yep. not afraid to put out blackfish. They're not afraid to do whatever it takes to light things on fire or whatever all the other crazy stories that we heard that that happened. Um, they're you just you're just stupid to think that they don't have somebody. You have all these people protesting. It, it could it, it's it can get a little violent. They have all these employees they got to take care of animals. They got to take care of whatever it is. You're just stupid to not not see this story like you know months ago. Right. And there's a large group of people outside of your establishment, whatever your establishment is, causing chaos. And known right known haters like that are gonna do whatever it takes to to get their point across that animals. You need be to kept stay ahead of your enemy. That's what it comes down to. Right. Right. You know this is a it's it's a heck of a of a, of a little war going on. Well, yeah. Here, you know what I mean and. And there's a lot of folks in the theme park community, I think, that are looking at this and hearing the story for the first time and thinking, like, geez. I mean, if, if this is what they're going to do to, you know, on this level, what are they doing to, to, to you know, their guests? And I, I, listen, I, I like SeaWorld. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think I just show, you, you speaking for you, not speak for you, but speak for you. I think we've been very pro SeaWorld, and, and, but, but fair. Um, all along since we've been a show, and I, I you know, personally, I like the park a lot. I think it's a great um, value for what you get, to be honest. And uh, I like the overall theme and kind of mission of what SeaWorld is. Uh, I think it works, and I think it'll evolve to something greater too with uh, with their improvements. So. This is a, another another bump they got to get over, and it's going to be a little PR hurdle for a while. And that that's where I just read was from CNN, for example. So I mean, they're getting mainstream media out of this, which which isn't good. But um, but you know, I think uh, they've been about as low as they can get. So <laughs> well, I mean, that's the other thing too. Is you know, I I feel sometimes with SeaWorld, unfortunately, it's kind of like. They take a step forward and three steps back to, to get out of this yeah. exactly, and three steps go back. Yeah. Like they they you launch know? they launch Mako, right, which gets all this great publicity, it's the longest, tallest, fastest, and then something like this happens. And you, you know, well, my thing is, is when scene. they release all the killer whales and everything else, or whatever compromise they make with these groups. Is it ever going to end? It's not because it's going to be you the know? next thing. You know, recently, recently at Aquatica, their water park, they announced the. Um, um, I'm a slaughter their name. I can't think of it right now. Um, was it Cornos or Comnos or something like that? There's a dolphin. It's like a black and white dolphin that has like a sort of a rounded nose. This thing is in one of the water slides. It like swims by you when you go down the tube. It's clear, like a clear acrylic tube that you slide through. And you can see them. 
and they were they were some of the only ones in in captivity in the world actually. And SeaWorld just all of a sudden said, "Listen, be, and, and were, you know it was because of these these you know groups that they were going to get rid of them, and uh, it was going to be the end of the program." So they moved them, you know, to to uh, you know a tank somewhere else and uh, out to pasture, basically, and right. out of out of uh, out of the show. So it, it's it's almost too bad, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how SeaWorld responds to this this. Uh, <laughs> This new piece of turbulence in their uh, in their flight plan and, and what happens. I think it's be also interesting to see how you know groups like PETA respond to this too. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know. Yeah. So. so. Um, all right. So that's going to do it for the news and rumors. Uh, I got two little things before we wrap it up. Sure. Uh, the first is let's just jump into my little little rant here. Um, the first is ticket pricing. Let's not even get into it. Everybody knows it. Right. They, everybody who's been there's actually you know been a good amount of people who have actually we we know friends up here in the north not not through Twitter that um, two two of them two couples of families that I know personally um, have canceled their trip to Disney just because it just got outrageously crazy. Um, they they weren't in the stages where. Keep in mind that they were going to buy. No, no, they're wrong. That they bought. They were in the process of buying and planning, which is just as important as buying. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, having the tickets. Um, Speaking purely on commentary from somebody who lives up here in the Northeast, and Greg will agree. Yes. uh, We know what the pricing structure is. We know that whatever they're going to fluctuate, they're going to do this or that and whatever it's it's just it's not confusing but it's just another thing to think about while planning your trip to Disney um so we've you know you go on Twitter and you go on stuff like that you hear a lot of people saying oh nobody will stop coming why you stop coming you you hear kind of a, a, a locals a, a local Disney uh, fan fans and there's nothing wrong with that first of all let's put that disclaimer out nothing we're not putting anybody down for it um, you kind of hear the local perspective, so we're just going to kind of give my little PSA or rant about that to our friends and then to other people. Um, look, I was kind of planning on trying to get down there twice this year. It's a little bit harder when you're when you have to add in flights and you have to add in rooms, you have to add in all this stuff coming from where we are in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, especially now, Greg. He's got a family. It's going to get more expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Now, last year, me and my girlfriend made to the park three times because we went and we stayed with her grandparents up in the Palm Coast. Right. We're not going to be able to do that this year because the, the one-day park hoppers are just too expensive. It's between running a car... To get out there and just going for one day, it's just too expensive. And 20, and 20 bucks to park and food and beverage in the parks. And exactly. Souvenirs. And I understand they're trying to get rid of the whole, let's just push everybody off, off the one day thing. Okay, whatever. The thing is, is it's not okay. It's very tough for us to see sometimes the people are saying, hey, okay, well, you know, everybody's going to come, yada, yada, yada. It's just so much more work from coming from the Northeast down. And it's so much more money just in general to get there. 
if these prices keep going up like that, we will see that drop off at the parks. It's just inevitable. It has to happen. It's going to take a couple years, a few right. years, but that's the only way I see things going in reverse as far as pricing goes and the cost of this is that if people start going. And right now, I don't think they are. I don't think it's going to happen. I think people are going to still continue to go. They might cut back a day or two here or there, especially when it comes to Hollywood Studios because it's not worth the money right now. But once things are back to normal and once things, you know, Avatar Land opens and Hollywood Studios is, is back to full force and Epcot's kind of had some improvements, I mean, they're, they're, at, they're again, they're now at, you know, full, four full functioning full day parks uh, that actually prove a value to the dollar you're spending per ticket, so it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's, but I'm not even getting to the point, you don't have to just lower the prices to rock bottom prices saying we're not going to come. I'm just saying that you need to make this, the prices go down a little bit so people can actually afford it. Yes, a Disney trip is going to cost over $2,000 for anybody coming down from the Northeast. It's as simple as that. That's called airlines and that's called running running a car. Even if you don't ever leave the park, you just stay in the parks, you got to yeah. pay for food. Yeah. All this extra stuff. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be at least $2,000. You're not going to do it underneath that. Right. You're just not anymore. Right. Especially, so if you're, especially if you're staying on property. Right. So at some point, though, Greg, just because it's just getting too much, they're going to see the farther Hold north on. and west that you go. Hold on, I got a, I got a, I got a uh, we got a caller. Oh, go for it. Are you going to block me out again? I'm going to try not to. Hold on. Hold on. I think. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can. I think it was our old buddy Ken's story. I just got a call from him. Ken, are you there? Still connecting to him. Huh. Weird. Okay. Well, anyway, maybe Ken will call back. But, um... Yeah, he's saying no answer. <laughs> try again. Yeah, tell him to try again. So, anyway... The, uh... Yeah, ticket prices are crazy. Let's see what happens. Like I said, I don't think it's going to go down anytime soon, but uh, guess you, I guess you never know. Oh, sorry about that. We were excited about having Ken two calls a day. My lord. <laughs> My lord. In the same day. Our I know. All, it's, time, it's, uh, it's great. Unfortunately, like I said, our, our last call, uh, Wesley... T- We'll thank him on Twitter before yeah. uh, we go to bed tonight. Yeah, West, not Les. That, that was my fault. Yeah. So, well, yeah. No, uh, appreciate him calling in from <laughs> South Dakota. All right. So, um, oh, uh, Zootopia opened today. Yes. We didn't mention that. I just I just wanted to mention that Yeah. Uh, real quick. Um, 
that's a film too. I think it's gonna be great for the parks. I really do. I, I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, legs with Zootopia, a lot of directions they can go in, and you know, it's great for it's a good like for kid appeal, adult appeal. Um, you know, I think you could see an attraction maybe out of that film if it uh, takes off like they, they think it will. You know, it. Uh, it's the reviews that I've gotten from a lot, of, a lot of the people that we talked to on there are amazing. It's just like it's an amazing movie. It just kind of makes you feel like it's it's like you're there, like it's a real place, you know? Right. Excuse me. I don't right. want you on here. We're getting to that time of night. Um, I hear it. So uh, go see that. That's definitely something I want everyone to go see and, and report back on how it is. We ourselves are going to go see it. Uh, any more kind of news or rumors that you know of? That's or, that's pretty much it. I don't. I mean, we covered a lot of it. There's obviously the the uh, the you know kind of cost savings across property, the new attractions opening over the light Animal Kingdom, uh, new restaurants at at uh, Disney Springs, and uh, DCL. You know, uh, putting on the new cruise line, I think, with the two new ships. Pretty much, yeah. All right, perfect. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, end the show. Uh, thanks to everybody that's been uh, tweeting with us all week. Um, there's just so many names, we're not even going to ramble them off. I'll have to try harder the next two weeks' breaks. Uh, so the next show is scheduled for March 19th. Um, that might be a problem, Greg. Okay. I don't think... I think we might have to do it... We might actually have to do another show next weekend if we can. Yeah. Which, to be honest with you, Saturday nights are actually pretty cool because yeah. everybody else that we're with is in bed. Exactly. Um, I actually have a... Um, on the 19th, I forgot to tell you, I have a, a, a thing my girlfriend's cousin's getting married, so it's I got to go to a thing up in Pittsfield, Mass. Um, so... Oh, why don't we maybe set the next show for possibly next weekend? All right. Which is the 12th, which uh, would be pretty good because a lot of news is happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just a reminder, send us your park or trip planning questions, topics on Twitter. Greg, where can we f- where can they find us on Twitter, email, and our phone number? At Resorteers for the Twitter, Resorteers at gmail.com is our email address, and Facebook.com slash Resorteers. For uh, for all of our stuff. Uh, again, strike the Facebook. That's we gotta take that yeah, out. Yeah, forget it. We're not even do that one. It's but. worthless. <laughs> <this one>. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, if you like tonight's show, want more, and want to help support Resort Ears, visit RedBubble.com and search Resort Ears to order your logo tee today. We want to see them throughout the park. That'd Send us awesome. a photo if you have one too. And uh, Wes, we know you. Uh, you said you were gonna grab one, so if you do, and you're in your evening for at home, whatever, send us a photo of you wearing one, and uh, tag us on Twitter. It'd be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, and again, guys, like I said, we're on Twitter all the time between me and Greg. Um, tweet back to us. We'll tweet back to you. You know, we love it. Uh, let us know how we're doing with the shows. Leave a comment on iTunes. Leave a comment in our. Uh, message. You want to direct message us? Just direct message us. Like I said, we're just two guys. I love Disney. That that uh that are just unedited fun of comedy. You'll see as you listen to our shows. There's no editing. Four, it's just we just go with it. Four fans, so, by fans. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
Alright, folks, so that's going to do it for us for this episode of Resort Ears for 3-5-2016. Again, we're going to look for the next show next Saturday, which I believe is, what, the 12th or something like that. We'll keep yeah. it posted. Um, it'd be kind of cool to maybe do a double back-to-back week show. Um, so, keep the tweets coming. Have a magical night. And until the next time, get your ears on. We love you guys. Good night. So long, guys.